Anybody there? Amen. That is just awesome. But thanks be to God who always leads us in triumphal um, procession in Christ and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance, the fragrance of the knowledge of him. Verse 15, for we are to God the aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. Today's message is the fragrance of God. The fragrance of God. Now, us as Christians, us as young men and young women of God, we need to, we need to let out a, fa- a fragrance, an aroma of Christ. Well, when people walk past you, when they meet you, they say, man, there's something different about that brother. There's something different about that sister. You know what it, you know, you guys get that sometimes. Who, who, who here has gotten that before? Where you meet somebody and they're just like, something, something different about that. I'm talking about old friends and stuff like that. Anybody that's been saved for a while? You see, that's the fragrance of God. That is the presence of God within you. fragrance of God. That's the aroma coming out of you. Christ is in you. Your body is the temple of who? Your, your body is the temple of God, yes. And through him, through that body, lets out a, a, a holy and pure aroma, a fragrance to God that is so sweet to him. He loves it. Back in, in the Old Testament times, they used to, they used to uh, give incense offerings to the Lord. As an offering, say, Lord, I, I give this up, up to you, and they light it in the expense, and the Lord loved it. Now, Jesus came, died on the cross. You know, New Testament is now, our Old Testament is now New Testament. So, the our 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 incense offering is ourselves. We are the aroma that is sweet to God. Now, now to go off of uh, verse 15, for we are. God, the aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. Now, this might get a little funny. We're going to go a little, a little off topic right now. But how many of you guys have been in a room where, where somebody seems to stunk or something like that? And you're just like, whoo, boy, if you haven't, then you haven't been to a small group. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we need to pass out the Lysol because everybody's feet is, is uh, you know, just you know, everybody's shoes is off, all, you know, wet off the snow and stuff like that, and it just ain't smelling good. FYI, you know, next time small group, bring an extra pair of socks. Bring an extra pair of socks, all right? But just, just how many of you guys, you just like, whoo, oh, my gosh, you need to get out of there, right? What do you, you want to do? You're like, oh, my goodness. Whoo, oh, man, Lord, I rebuke that. You know what I mean? It just smells, and you need to go, and it's like, it, right, you get that reaction, right? You're just like, oh, I got to get out of here. I don't want to smell that no more, right? Now, to some people, the fragrance, the aroma that we let out as Christians when, 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 uh, when we're preaching to them, they act like it's, it's death, the smell of death coming out of our mouth. Like, I, I never smelled a dead body before, but, it, like, that's one of the phrases. Like, you say, oh, man, that smells like death. Like, it's supposed to smell really bad, Right? Now, to people, when we preach the gospel, sister, can you put my mic down for me, please? When we preach the gospel, they act like, it's like, oh, man, what you're saying, what you're saying stinks, and I don't want to hear it, and I need to get away from it. 
You guys understand what I'm saying? You guys understand what I'm saying? Amen? That right there, now that goes on to verse 16, to those, uh, to the one who, to the one we are, oh my goodness, I'm Lord. Verse 16, to the one we are the smell of death, to the other the fragrance of life. You see, when we preach, you're going to get two reactions. You're going to say, you're going to hear, no thank you, or yes, please. You understand me? When you're preaching to somebody, they're going to be like, man, you got to get away from me. I don't want to hear that. Or they're going to sit there and be like, they're just going to hold it in. They're going to be like this. <gasps> Who's holding their breath? Because to them, it stinks so bad. You understand me? They're going to be like, all right, I need to go. I need to go. My mom's calling me. I got to go to work. I got to do this. I got to do that. But to some people, when you come up to them and you preach the gospel, you tell them what God has done in your life, how your life has changed according to the will of God. Then they're, they're just looking at you. They're like, oh, my goodness. There is something different about you, and that's something I want to get. That is something I need to get excited for. That is something I need to know. Amen. Amen. That is the fragrance of God being the, the aroma getting off of you. And you're going to get two reactions, whether you like it or not. But we're going we're gonna to strive for this one right here and the fragrance of life. Amen. We're going to strive to get the fragrance of life, whether they like it or not. Amen? Amen. And who is equal to such a task? Verse 17, unlike so many, we do not peddle in the word of God for profit. On the contrary, in Christ, we speak before God in what? We speak before God in what? Sincerity. Amen. Like men sent from God. Amen. Now, so what does that scripture, scripture tell us, people? What does that tell us? It tells us that we as children of God have a sweet fragrance to him, right? As soon as we get saved, we're different, amen? How many, can I get an amen? Come on, you guys need to wake up. You guys need to wake up, amen? Can I get an amen? Amen. So when we are saved, we are newly made, right? Amen? A new creation, Amen? So therefore, if we're a new creation, we are made different. We're not smelling like death anymore. You understand me? We're not smelling like walking zombies anymore. Do you understand me? We are smelling like the aroma of Christ. We are smelling in the sweet aroma, the sweet fragrance of God that draws people to us. Amen? Amen. So we must have the aroma of life, not death, with us at all times. Amen? We as the church should be turning, should be, should be luring people with the aroma for what exactly draws them away. What exactly draws people away from the aroma? One of the main things that you'll hear, I hear it all the time. And I know some of you that go witnessing, I know you guys hear it all the time, is that hypocrisy. Hypocrisy, right? It's like, man, I, I used to go to church, but all my friends drink. And I figure, why go to church anymore? I go to church. Okay, whatever. I'm going to go to church. I'm going to drink at the same time. I don't want to look like a hypocrite. Or I know I knew this one person. I knew this one girl that used to smoke weed all the time. Is there a bunch of hypocrites? God doesn't exist. How many of you guys heard that before? Amen? You see, and that's where we need to draw the line. That's where you as men and women of God need to draw the line. 
That's when you need to stand up and be like, okay, you know what? I'm sorry for hypocrites. I, I repent. I apologize on their behalf. But look at me. You're looking at me? I'm not a hypocrite. I am a man of God. I stand before you a living testimony of the power of Christ. You got hurt in the past. I'm sorry. But look, this person right here is not lukewarm. Do you understand me? Amen. In Revelation 3, verse 15, I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. Now, this is God speaking. I know your deeds. God saying that I know what you have been doing and that you are neither hot nor cold. You're neither one. And he says, I wish you would just choose one. God says, I wish you would just pick one. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. God will spit you out of his mouth. Do you guys understand the seriousness of, of that statement? Some of us, he, now he's talking about people that are just way out there living for the devil and people that are way out there living for him. And then he's talking about those who are living in the middle. Have one foot in and the other foot out. And saying, yeah, this side of me is Christian, but this one's not. This side of me is going to go to church, but this side of me is going to drink a 40. This side of me, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about saving sex for marriage, but this side of me is going to be flirting with girls. You understand me? That is a hypocrite. That is lukewarm. That is, is God. God hates that. You understand me? God hates that. He wants to spit you out of his mouth, he says. You cannot be one and the other. If you're going to be living for the devil, live for the devil then. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't make Christians look bad. Do not be a hypocrite. Do we want you to live for the devil? Of course not. We want you saved. We want you living holy. But if you choose not to, that is your decision. And I'll pray for you. But for the rest of us, if you call yourself a Christian, live like a Christian. You understand me? Live according to the word of God. God hates lukewarm Christians. I'll tell you right now. God hates lukewarm Christians. He hates hypocrites. He says it all over his word. Look it up. Google it. Say hypocrites in the Bible. You'll find a whole bunch. And it won't be positive. I'll tell you that right now. Isaiah chapter 1. Everybody turn there for me, please. Isaiah chapter 1, <clears throat> verse 2. You get an amen when you're there. Amen. Verse 2. Hear, O heavens, listen, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I reared children and brought them up, but they have rebelled against me. Verse 3. The ox knows his master, the donkey knows his manager, but Israel does not know. My people do not understand. Now, we could just put this in present tense. You understand me? It says, but, but the United States doesn't understand. The United States does not know. Asia doesn't know. Chicago doesn't know. My people do not understand. Verse 4, ah, oh, sinful nation. 
a people loaded with guilt, a brood of evildoers, children given to corruption. Children given to corruption. They have forsaken the Lord. They have spurned the Holy One of Israel and turned their backs on Him. Verse 5, why should you be beaten anymore? Why should you persist in rebellion? Your whole head is injured. Your whole heart is afflicted. Let's skip down to verse 11. Verse 11, the multitudes of your sacrifices, what are they to me? Now this is God speaking. What are your sacrifices to me, says the Lord? I have more than enough of burnt offerings, of rams, and of fat and fattened animals. I have no pleasure in the blood of bulls and lambs and goats. Verse 12, when you come to appear before me, who has asked this of you, this trampling of my courts? Stop bringing meaningless offerings. Right here, this is it, right here. Verse 13, your incense is detestable to me. New moon, Sabbath, and um, convection. I cannot bear your evil assemblies. Verse 14, your new moon festivals and your appointed feasts, my soul hates. My soul hates. They have become a burden to me, says the Lord. I am weary of bearing them. Verse 15, when you spread out your hands in prayer, I will hide my eyes from you. Even if I offer, even if you offer many prayers, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. Now that is God speaking. Who is he speaking to specifically right there? He's speaking to a rebellious, backslidden, hip, hypocrite nation, generation. Now, is that just for about 4,000 years ago? No, because the Lord says that he's the same as he was yesterday, as he is tomorrow, as he is today. You understand me? So if he's saying that then, how much more rebellion is there, more, is there now? You understand me? Children given to corruption. How many children has been given to corruption? How many gangbangers do we see? How many drug dealers do we see? How many potheads do we see? How many fights do we see in our high schools? How many dropouts do we see every single day in our schools? Children given up to corruption. Some of you were given up to corruption. Your parents had enough. For some of you, you understand me? Lord, have mercy on your parents, first of all. But people, just because you were given up to corruption does not mean you have to give up. Do not be like this nation that he is talking about. Because this people, this people that call themselves, maybe not Christians back then, but they call themselves God followers. Now, nowadays, we'll call ourselves Christians. He says to them, the lukewarm Christians, to the lukewarm Christian, he says, your incense is detestable to me. 
He can't stand it. He says to the backslide, he says to the lukewarm Christian, when you spread out your hands in prayer, I will hide my eyes from you. Even if you offer many prayers, even if you say prayer after prayer after prayer, but you continue acting foolishly, acting like a hypocrite, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood, says the Lord. Although Isaiah chapter 113 is talking about about burnt offerings and, and incense, actual burnt offerings and incense to God, we could put it, we could tie it up together with 2 Corinthians 2.14, the first scriptures that we read, and how, uh, how we as Christians are supposed to have the incense of God within us, the aroma of God within us, the fragrance of God within us. Whether you like it or not, you will die and you will be naked before God in judgment. And do you want him, do you want to hear him say, your incense is detestable to me? How many of you guys want to hear that? Show of hands. Yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Lukewarm Christians, God will spit you out. If you say you are a Christian, act like it. You catch yourself swearing all the time, get right. Repent. You catch yourself looking at girls more than you should be, get right. Repent. You understand me? Layla, can I get you on the keys for me, please? We, as Christians, need to be filled with the Spirit of God so much that wherever we go, we will be recognized with the aroma of God. Amen? Now, this time I'm just going to ask everybody to just just kind of close your eyes. Get in the spirit of prayer right now. Keep in mind, if we are to produce incense or a fragrance of God and we're not acting right, he will hide his eyes from us and he will not listen. Think about that, guys. Think about that. Allow the fear of God to be filled with you right now. Open your heart. Think about this.